<laughs> I don't know. Kind of sounds like it's serendipity. Yeah, it is. It's totally serendipity. Yes. I mean, this is serendipity. So tell me about this guy. He's <laughs> really cute. What do you think about when you stand here? Dearest Martin, I can't stop thinking about you. There's so many people that we will never meet and never know. There's so many people on that island that just exist. Ever since you left, I've been asking myself and all of my friends, how did I end up in the middle of this bad movie? He has such a sad story. Flew all the way over here to meet a woman. Um, and then, like, as soon as he landed, they, like, meet up, and then she tells him it's not going to work. Whoa! I guess I followed my heart, and it didn't turn out well. Heartbroken boy meets girl on the streets of New York. They click, spend time walking around the city, talk about life and love, squeezing a lifetime into an afternoon. I feel like this is uh, some dream world we're in, you know? Yeah, it's so weird. It's like our time together is just ours. It's our own creation. I know, a cliche, but kind of true. Where are you from? It's such a hard question to answer. Remember on our walk how I told you that my least favorite question was, Where are you from? Where's home? Because I don't think I have an answer. For me, there's no such thing as a childhood home. It just doesn't exist. Wow. Um, yeah, my parents are divorced. We no longer live in the city where I grew up. And so I think people feel more like home to me than places. But I think there are other questions now, after I met you, that I hate even more. Like, where does he live? Uh, How far away is that? We are 6,313 kilometers apart. And more importantly, what's next? Do you think I should tell him everything? That's 3,927 miles. I don't think you owe him anything yet. It's like so new. Yeah, but don't you think it's just gonna like make problems down the road? I don't know. I just feel like it's like you really want to like spoon up a plate full of, oh, by the way, here are my problems. Every day, my friend Joanna and I, we weigh the pros and cons of just how much of myself I should invest in this relationship. No, wait. How is he older? No, he's only, he's 30 and I'm 40. And it just feels like this insurmountable gulf. Joanna, she's pretty optimistic. She's at 70%. Me? uh, I don't know. I'm at 50? I'm on the fence. When you're 40, it's like you're you're supposed to have everything already figured out. Actually, a friend of mine just turned 30, and she, my friend Andrea just turned 30, and she's healing. I mean, she's healing the same way you are at 40. On the night Andrea turned 30, she was alone in her room. So I just looked up and it is 12.08. A text message made her cry. Her Aunt Nancy called and told her, Literally, I blinked and I was 30. (laughs) And then I blinked 
and now I'm 68. She had to come to terms with everything she'd done before that day and everything she'd hoped to do after it. She remembered the years she'd wasted driving a boyfriend to work, the friends who weren't friends anymore, the language she'd forgotten how to speak. The first 30 years of your life, you spend trying to find out who you're not. She stared at the ceiling and wondered what she wanted from the rest of it. More saying the right things, for her dog to live forever, a pair of really cool sunglasses, challenge, company, novelty. She fell asleep. She took a shower. As you get older, the longer you spend time in your body, you get real comfortable with your own skin. This is who I really am. Like it or leave it, it's who I is. And therefore, I'm going to be happy with who I am. She played cell phone games on the train while listening to a podcast. She went through a turnstile. The blind, homeless man at her subway station moaned. I'm actually happier, Andrea, now than I've ever been in my entire life. She walked to work. But as you get older, you start to say, wait a minute, um, now where did that kink come from? Or, oh no, where did that pain come from? <laughs> at noon, she had a health screening. Are you fasting today? Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna pick you. They drew her old blood. Happy birthday again. <laughs> yeah, I'm 30 today. Oh. The nurse took her blood pressure. I'm going to do your blood pressure. Okay. And asked if she had any questions. Any questions from here? Andrea took a moment and asked, how come I'm full of energy sometimes and totally myself, and other times I can be, like, really tired? And sometimes I've noticed that things can hurt. Okay. Like... In different places, things hurt sometimes. The nurse smiled slowly, pulled out the paperwork, and cruelly underlined her birthday. After work, Andrea went out with a friend, ordered a salad. It's so funny, I had no idea that you were like even close to 30. Like when I think of someone who's 30, I think of someone who's like, kind of got their life together, like, She's living with her boyfriend. I don't know, someone who like exercises regularly. Like I think of someone who's like at Ann Taylor. Also, you still kind of like slump over like you're self-conscious a lot. But also maybe you should have like plans on the weekend. Because whenever I call you on a Saturday night, you say you're cruising the web. So? Either that or you're like watching Mad Men. On Don Draper's birthday, his wife threw him a party, sung him a sexy song, and said, Happy birthday, baby. On Andrea's birthday, her boyfriend did not sing. Can you just say, like, just say, like, Happy birthday, you're the best girlfriend ever? <laughs> um, best girlfriend ever for me or for the world? <laughs> It turns out nothing really changes when you turn 30. You don't have to redeem your yoga group bonds. You can still shop in the juniors departments and keep accidentally saying whatever you're thinking. Your birthday is just a chance to notice time passing before you blink and you're 31. Happy, happy, happy birthday. <laughs> happy yeah. birthday again. Oh, thank you. Happy birthday.
happy birthday, okay? I love you. Happy birthday, Andrea. You're the best girlfriend ever. Hi, Andrea. Bye. Oh, so how, how's it going? Good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, all right. We'll just do the business, all right? Okay, fine. Well, you've been listening to Serendipity, a podcast produced by Ann Hepperman and Martin Johnson. The fiction piece you just heard is called I Blinked and I Was 30 by Andrea Salenzi. You can check out her work at yoy.sexy. The music was by Quiet Music for Tiny Robots. And me, I'm Joanna Solitaroff. The Sarah Awards celebrates radio drama for the 21st century. Learn more at thesarahawards.com. There you can listen to inspiring works, learn how you can make your own audio fiction with the Very, Very Short Short Stories contest, and take part in the revolution. Thesarahawards.com. Bye. Until we meet again. Until we meet again. <laughs> Adieu. Yeah, you still don't want to say goodbye, though, do you? No, I don't. I don't want to say goodbye. Isn't that a song? Never can say goodbye. Oh. It's a real crusher. Yeah. Well, you're like a song. Thank you. Nobody <laughs> ever says that. Although somebody did say I was like a Led Zeppelin band member today, and that made me feel very... Cool.